episode of Lie, Cheat, and Steal, the podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. We are a bi-monthly podcast. It's available wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on whatever platform you listen to us on and leave us a short review. That's one of the easiest ways to help support the show. We also release two episodes every month on Patreon. So if you like what you hear, visit patreon.com slash lie, cheat, and steal to sign up to get two more scam stories every month as well as access to our entire back catalog. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. That's the best way to help us out. That being said, I'm here with my co-host, Kath Barbadoro. Kath, how you doing? Hi, Pat. I'm good. I'm uh, sitting here on a wonderful Monday evening. Uh, beautiful fall weather. Just, uh, oh, I bet. Yeah, it's getting real cozy up here. I'm a, I'm a big fan. It's getting... Hell yeah. It's getting, I, w- I went to the movies and saw a spooky movie the other night. Really getting in how the... How was that? Uh, I saw Barbarian. I really yeah, liked I it. Yeah, I want to... It was really good. You really liked it? Yeah. Oh, that's okay. I, don't everyone says like don't see anything don't like read anything beforehand um i think that is definitely true but i feel like when people say that i feel like my expectations like shot up when people said that and like it wasn't that great but like it Uh, is a it is a very good movie with a very interesting it's it's the way the movie is structured is very interesting i think it is better if you don't know anything about it um, yeah. but it is ultimately just like a very fun, good horror movie. Like, Hell thumbs yeah. Up. yeah, yeah. I, I'm not like, I'm not like, I, I like horror movies. I'm not like a horror guy. You know, like I don't, I don't like, you know, it's not part of my, 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 like ideal, you know, my, my, my image or anything. I don't, I don't fuck with it like that. But, um, lately I've been going back and watching horror movies from like the last six or seven years that were like critically acclaimed that I missed. A lot of, and, a lot of heavy hitters in the last couple of years. Yeah. And so I've been going back and watching these. Like I watched, I watched, uh, I, like, I watched, um, Midsummer, while the 2020 election results rolled in, I was like, this this will relax me, and I was like, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> so, uh, but um, I I then I watched uh, you know like that the, the witch that was dope, mm. but I just watched Men recently, and Men was so sick. Yeah, I didn't like that one that much. I'm glad you uh, liked I, it though. I the one thing I really liked about Men is it was very well paced. It was like very yeah. just like it it didn't it didn't waste your time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so so often, like, uh, or I'm sorry, I should say, like, not often. I, I I do I sit back and go, what the fuck am I watching right now? Like, what's yeah, happening on the screen yeah. right now? And like the ending, I was just like, wild. Like, stuff. Like, it's like, you couldn't even. It's it's so cool because I couldn't even spoil that for anybody because there's no way I could explain. There's it. no way. Yeah. No. I I saw it in a theater and I just remember just being like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's that absolutely was bananas. So wild. Oh um, yeah, yeah uh, Barbarian looks good. What I like about it is because the the premise or whatever I've seen in the preview uh, versus the name, I see no connection, and so that's yeah. kind of that's inter- that's what intrigues me about it. I'm like, that doesn't have anything to fucking do with that Barbarian. I mean, I'm sure it does, but it's like at first I was like, that has nothing. I don't even see what the connection to the name is. Yeah, and it was like not even the. It's not even what I was expecting when like all I was watching the preview. I was expecting it to be like the house or whatever you know some shit like that right the, yeah the rental <laughs> yeah air being dead i'm surprised there, i like i can't think of any other airbnb horror movies and i'm kind of surprised like yeah it's it seems like it is really ripe for for uh you know a horror movie yeah yeah it's got, it got the, yeah like like that's the new like the like the new terror i mean i guess it's, what, it's like, like you could does. do like a, a texas chainsaw massacre with an airbnb you know what i mean like anytime yeah. it's like an outsider in someone's home and then they turn out to be 
a freak or whatever. <laughs> the Texas Rent Market Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bunch of uh, like like short term rentals just fucking up. There's, yeah, that's I, the, that's I the feel real like as a as a Texas resident and common uh, frequent Airbnb guest, you, there's stuff in Barbarian that would you would really enjoy. Oh yeah. Like, I remember I got dragged on Twitter. I, 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 initially, my tweet was hot. And then, like, the, the, the Yimby folks, like, rolled in my thing. When I always made a dumbass joke about an Airbnb. I was like, right. oh, yeah, it's, don't disrespect the neighbors. I was like, yeah, I won't do anything disrespectful. Like, you know, set up an unregulated hotel next door. Solid tweet, <laughs> solid joke. Also, like, I'm in an Airbnb. I don't really have skin in the game like that. Right. And, like, day one, it was tight. And then day two, everyone's was like, oh, he tweets from an Airbnb. I was like, oh, you galaxy brain motherfucker. Good job. <laughs> Oh yeah, so so crazy. But I do want to go see that. But that's what's up. Thumbs up to that. Um, yeah. Speaking of spooky stories, uh, hell yeah. This story today. Um, I we've we've bent the rules a little bit recently. This is a spooky story because there there is a body count in this story. There are some murders. Yeah. So if you don't like we'll a story, a spooky lately. Yeah. If you don't, if if that's not your thing, maybe skip this one. But I feel like there is enough flim flammery and. Uh, uh, scamming going on that it definitely fits into our wheelhouse. I think this story actually is very similar to our last free episode, um, which was about the Mississippi welfare scandal. A bunch yeah. of um, rich uh, elites sort of acting like the rules didn't apply to them. That is exactly what this story is about. So we got a theme going on. Ooh, yeah. And oh, I was just in the uh, where this took place at. I was just. Uh, oh, I, I, yeah. I, wait, you I'm, were. I, I'm sorry. I'm there right now. <laughs> That's how oh, the yeah. road is. <laughs> That's, man, guys, don't tour because you just forget <laughs> everything. I was. Uh, yeah, I, I was in South Carolina yesterday and I'm in North Carolina today. OK, well, this, so take, this I, actually does take place in South Carolina. So. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, I wait, was there where yesterday. are you? I'm in I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is South Carolina. Um, okay, well, I was there yesterday. I did a show in I had a show in Myrtle Beach, and then I had a show in um, uh, uh, Char- Charleston, but on a little island called Johns Island. Okay, well, I think one of the events in this might have taken place very near Johns Island, so we'll uh, okay. we'll see. So, but yeah, this John- is. A- Sorry? John's Island seemed a little uppity. Not uppity. They were great people. We had a great show. But we mentioned Myrtle Beach, and they all started booing it. And, like, the problem was that it was just – they were like, it's dirty. It's trashy. Like, oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, yeah. Um, this is a this is kind of a current event as well. This is the story of Alex Murdaugh. That's who we are talking about today. Yeah. Who is a murderer. He murdered people. Um, yeah. <laughs> But uh, before that, that was not what the Murdaugh name was known for in (laughs) South Carolina. It's Murdaugh. Sorry, I had to do that. (laughs) Uh, So this guy, he is the member of a a very illustrious legal dynasty in South Carolina. And yeah, we're basically just, we have another story of people, um, you know, through uh, kind of generations of exploitation of land Black people, you know, the original inhabitants of this area have kind of put themselves in charge and really don't have to uh, answer to anybody else. And that is exactly what the Murdoch family is all about. Someone who self-identifies as beyond reproach. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And this story really is the story of someone who lived his entire life beyond reproach and then faced every single consequence from the like 50 something years of his life at once like he hit the brick wall of consequences (laughs) in a very wild way 
I'm freaking I'm freaking approached. Okay, I, I thought <laughs> it was, was beyond reproach, and I I got approached. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'll I'll give a little bit of a background so you can understand sort of like the statue, the uh, stature of this guy um, before this all kind of went down. So. Um, the Murdaugh legal dynasty goes back to Randolph Murdaugh, who a um, hundred years ago, this is like how sort of longstanding this family is, um, he was a lawyer in uh, the South Carolina Low Country, which is the area around Charleston. And um, he was elected the first chief prosecutor for this region of South Carolina. And uh, he held that position for 20 years. Um, and uh, then his son took over um, the role. So uh, Good. this guy, yeah, no, as it should be. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. Thank God there wasn't a succession crisis. I'm watching. <laughs> I'm watching uh, House of the Dragon now. <laughs> well, we all know legal ability is hereditary. So yeah, you know, <laughs> it's important. I I look at like how many things my dad accomplished in my life, and that's like that's why I know that shit's not true. Because I'm just like, <laughs> my, yeah, my dad did like 22 years in the army, like overcame like like. You know, uh, small stature to exceed in the physical world did all sorts of cool stuff and fucking like i, I just look at myself and i'm like yeah no i inherited none of that <laughs> <laughs> so I, another thing i that really tells you that this is like a a very rich and powerful family is that there are multiple people in this family who are nicknamed buster which i just feel like is how <laughs> yeah. you know you were um, on, our, on our on our um the guy uh my friend the guy who pretended he was a rockefeller yeah, uh, Clark Rockefeller. And, yeah, and it, there was all those like, like those like Buffy and this and those yeah. weird ass like white people rich names. People, yes, I, rich white people names. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we're about to we're about to head back into that that yeah. territory. So so anyway, um, Randolph dies, and then his son Randolph Jr., aka Buster, takes over this chief prosecutor job. He holds that position for almost fifty years, and then retires. Uh, and then the father of the main guy in our story, Alex Murdaugh, takes over the job. So it's three generations of the same family has been the chief prosecutor, the person who decides what goes to trial, basically. Yeah. In this and so they're not region. even uh, like they're not even like a private law firm. Like they're literally like they're they're inheriting state positions. Yeah, I mean they they run for them, and you know like they have to be elected. But yeah, yeah. they they all have the same name. Like of course they're gonna be elected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're all named Randolph. Uh, so anyway, yeah, um, they you know they're not appointed, but they are like it is a legal dynasty, and they're yeah. like, they are the law. And so anyway, three generations of this family, they have a bunch of you know relatives. It's like this big family in this area that's very powerful. Um, and then we get to the guy this story was about, who is Alex Burda. So his father was the one who was the last chief prosecutor to, in this line, and he was a lawyer as well. Um, but he didn't he he didn't run or um, seek the chief prosecutor job. Um, he was just a trial lawyer who was in private practice, but he would occasionally quote volunteer as prosecutor, which is a pretty uncommon arrangement. And <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and step on in and go ahead and <laughs> sentence this man to death. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah hey, yeah. thanks for swinging by the office, Alex. Exactly. Just like a very, a very odd situation. <laughs> I was um, headed to, headed to Piggly Wiggly and I thought I'd just stop on in and, and sentence this man to 99 years for some crack cocaine. <laughs> Yeah, just a little moonlighting on the side, you know, from his regular <laughs> job. His regular job being on the other side of the courtroom, like doing the defense job. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's a, oh no, that's not a conflict of interest. This is called. <laughs> it, I actually say there's no in, there's no conflict that I'm so interested. Right. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, they're they're like an extremely powerful family um, in, in politics, in law, um, in this part of the country. So that's all well and good until uh, the. The, the first thing I'm going to talk about is kind of the thing that made everyone go back and look at all of these other incidents, but it is like kind of the most recent one. So um, on June 7, 2021, uh, Alex Murdoch calls 911 uh, to report that his wife and one of their two, shot, two sons had been shot to death. So he calls and reports this murder, and then a year goes by, and the authorities never name a suspect or come up with a motive or anything. It's all just like completely quiet. Um, that goes on for like over a year. And then uh, on July 14th of this year, Alex Murdoch is arrested uh, for these murders. So the fact that this is the first incident and isn't even the crazy part yet is <laughs> how crazy the story is. Yeah, when the murder is the tip of the iceberg, it's, exactly. it's always a wild ride. <laughs> exactly. And like... Yeah, I mean the murders. Like, I'm going to talk a little bit about them. It's it's pretty dark, but I'll I'll just go over sort of the the basics because it does kind of set the scene for some of this other stuff. So um, they, should, they should change the name of the law firm to Murdaugh Inc. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I apologize profusely. Well, uh, one fun fact about this is that so he was a named partner at the law firm that he worked at, and after all of this happened, the law firm disbanded and then reformed under another name because they were like, yeah, <laughs> we can't. <laughs> Bad juju. <laughs> like they're kicking you out the band and they're changing their name to the Rippers. Yep. <laughs> it's just like, just, you're out, Jesse. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, anyway, he uh, th this all happened at um, this hunting preserve that the family owned. Again, that's how rich they are. They have a hunting preserve. Jesus um, Christ. And, yeah, Mr. Murdoch said that he'd been out all day and then he came back and he found his, his uh, wife and son. Um, the... Police come out and investigate, and uh, all of the police reports are, like, very heavily redacted, even still. Um, the All we know is, like, they discovered some shell casings, and they called a tow truck. But we don't really know anything else about it. God, how, how much money do you got to fucking make to get your court stuff redacted? Like, right? I swear, like <laughs> all, of, all of my mug shots are just out there. <laughs> you, know, like, you can see, you can see the, the evolution of early 20s Pat as a fucking scumbag. And, like, I can't get anything redacted. And these dudes <laughs> are like, they got their murder redacted. That's what's up. Good job. Well, not only that, but uh, one of the victims of this murder had his own murder that was redacted, which... <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is where things start to get fucking crazy. And this is where I think might have happened near where you did this story. So Paul yes. Paul Murdaugh is uh, was the son of Alex Murdaugh, the one who was shot. And in 2019, two years before the murder, Paul Murdaugh had killed a woman by drunkenly crashing a boat into the pillar of a bridge. So I've seen this 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 security footage and it's it's nightmarish. Like like the fact that like this like he's a kid like what he's like twenty no, he wasn't even old enough he to was buy like beer 19, at the time. I think. Yeah, yeah, he was like nineteen or twenty. He went to a store, bought beer, went to a bar and was able to drink at it. And it was just like I don't know, maybe he had a fake ID, but I would say more than likely they were like, Oh, that's the Murdoch kid. Right. You know, like yeah, but yeah, the, the, the way he's walking to the boat, how shit faced he is, and like I, that's just 
so terrifying. I obviously feel so bad for the victim, but so bad for all the other people in that boat that were just like telling him like, don't drive, slow down, don't do this. Right? And yeah, he was like, my fucking granddad has a Wikipedia page. Suck my dick. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's, I mean, the other thing too is like, um, uh, it was was Alex Murdoch's boat. It was his dad's boat. So I'm sure oh, this kid man. was just shit-faced being like, it's my dad's boat, I can drive yeah, it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, just fucking... <laughs> the worst things happen on dad's boats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if anyone is ever drunkenly yelling that it's their father's boat, yeah. like, get the fuck out of there. Something yeah. bad is happening. You're going to have to, like, hide a prostitute's body. Yeah. Like, it's not good. I don't support state-sponsored <laughs> surveillance, but if I found out the CIA had, like... A, like a, a Google alert for whatever their satellites picked up the word my dad's boat. I'd be like, you know what? Yeah, and I get that. That's <laughs> like I've talked about my favorite thing to search on Yelp, right? Which is if you want to read like really funny bad Yelp reviews from like the worst people on earth, uh, search the phrase "rude to my fiance" and you'll just get like, <laughs> the funniest. That is my fiance. Yeah, <laughs> they were rude to my fiance. They were extremely oh, rude to my fiance. Like just <laughs> so funny. Um, I, I, our friend Scotty Peterson, R.I.P., had a great joke about how the uh, the Harris County uh, Jail has one ye- one star on Yelp. <laughs> He's like, oh, I guess they didn't have a good experience. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, like again, like the the thing I'm trying to focus on here for our purposes is not so much the crimes but the cover up. So like, yes, this guy drives dr- obviously drunkenly, like very clearly shit faced drives this boat into a pillar uh a woman is uh, a girl he was with uh was thrown from the boat and died and um the like police show up and um one of the passengers of the boat said that paul murdoch had been driving it but on the police report it said that you know they weren't sure who was driving so they mm-hmm. they do like i i don't think they're like I guess there are pending criminal charges, but there was also a lawsuit. So one, there's a couple theories here. So first of all, right after the, right after Paul Murdoch and his mother are killed, um, two of Alex Murdoch's brothers go on good morning America. Again, your connections where like you're (laughs) just rich people who can go on good morning America when something bad happens to your family. God, it's it's like Kevin Spacey like denying his rape allegations in character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> like, just like, there, like there's a, it's like obviously a level of privilege and a level of connection that I'll never readily identify with, but that like also just that like uh, that delusion that you're yeah. like this is a good look, you know? Right. Like I don't, it's, yeah. <laughs> it will be good for everyone if we go on Good Morning America. But yeah. so so they go on Good Morning America after after the the death of the mother and the son and say basically insinuate that they think that this was retaliatory for the boating accident they're like paul had been uh getting like threatening phone calls um about it there's no evidence that this is true (laughs) like it's just they got to go on good morning america and say this but uh something else that was happening at this time was that uh the, uh, the son and the father, because the father owned the boat, right? Alex owned the boat. So two days after the murder, there was a, um, a court date scheduled because they were being sued. And Alex was going to have to turn over a bunch of financial documents for this court case. So 
this was a really big problem for him, as we'll see, because not only uh, is he, you know, lending his boat to his son to uh, kill people with, he's also not, <laughs> doesn't have the most up and up uh, financial records. He's not the uh. most upstanding citizen. So one theory is that he maybe panicked about the fact that they were going to have to go to court over this and killed his son. That's, Oof. yeah, one possibility. But anyway, Jeez, I mean, I, I, and I don't, I don't know. This might be off base, but I like uh, the richer and capable of love. I don't know. <laughs> it's just, I, or at least their version of it is weird because you're like, damn, they're going to look at my finances. I mean, I really like my wife and kid, but, right. you know, I know what I got to do. <laughs> it's just like it seemed like it was a tough time for everybody in this house. <laughs> like that yeah. this was like, yeah, right. A few days after the murder, they were supposed to go to trial um, and you would have had to turn over all this shit. Will somebody think of the Murdaws and all of this? Those guys are really, they've had a rough year. We will see that like this guy, this guy's approach to problem solving in his life is pretty clumsy. So like, (laughs) you know, I don't know if he necessarily killed his wife and son over this lawsuit, but uh, he, we will see his other reaction to being caught committing crimes is insanely stupid so (laughs) it's all about like levels yeah the the level of experience like if you have if you have zero like you know if if you've never even like gotten like in small trouble when you're younger and you get in big trouble when you're older you have no clue how to even go about doing that shit and And you're used to just getting away with everything like this is like this is like a robert durst situation to me like yeah it's just somebody who has no conception of what consequences even might be like to face yeah admit i'm t- the these this family i don't i'm not gonna sit here and harp on people's looks but like they just they look like the 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 american version of like the, the the brits like the royal family like they they're do, just like yeah yeah they're just it, it, like the every every bad choice a face can make their face did that yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that is a good way to put it it's it's not fortunate um but anyway, okay, so uh, the, the, there was the boating accident. Then, like, two years later, this murder happens. Then, like, again, Alex Murdaugh is not arrested for another year. So, like, this murder happens. Three months later, Alex Murdaugh is just vibing. He's going about his life <laughs> as best he can, you know. Uh, Hell, yeah. It, they're trying to find the killer. The brothers are going on Good Morning America. This guy is still going to work uh, at his at his law firm, which, again, I said he's a named partner in. Um, And then some allegations come out from his law partners that uh, he had misused millions of dollars of law firm money. So basically, this guy had been diverting legal funds into his own pocket. And this had been going on for years. Um, This was over a very extended period of time. Um, his colleagues confronted him about it, which like gotta be awkward because it's like, man, we know your wife and son were just murdered three months ago, yeah. but like you stole a lot of money from yeah. us. <laughs> He's like, man, you guys are gonna stress me out. I'm about to go kill another one of my kids. <laughs> Jesus right? Christ! He's still got I one gotta, left. Yeah, I, gotta, so. I, 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 I gotta get the heat off me somehow, man. <laughs> so um, he resigns from the law firm, and then uh, the very next day after he resigns from the law firm, he calls nine one one. And says he's been shot in the head on the side of a rural road near his house. <laughs> I know headshots aren't always fatal, but it's very it funny. Is funny. Yeah. I, <laughs> Hello, I've, I've been, been shot. shot in the head. <laughs> <laughs> 
you guys aren't going to believe this. I got shot in the goddamn head. I know. <laughs> what are the odds? If you get somebody out here at you know, when you're ready, at your convenience, get somebody out here. So his story was that he had been, uh, he had gotten a flat tire, got out of the car, and then somebody pulled up behind him and shot him in the head and then drove away. <laughs> that was his story. Again, the best he could come up with. Uh, in the face of adversity, this guy said, shot in the head by a stranger. That's what I'm going Damnest, with. Yeah. <laughs> Damnest thing happened. I got shot in the head. Damn, um... this thing happened. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, too, because, like, I because this was, like, a, a notable crime, you know, like, the, the wife and son being murdered was, like, a, a big story. So when this happened, it was also a big story. And you can go back and see on, like, true crime Reddit and stuff them talking about this. And... Even they, like, immediately, they were like, okay, he said he had a flat tire on this Mercedes that he drives. Those don't get flat tires. They have special tires that drive even if they're oh, flat. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he's too rich. Your, yeah, yeah. your story doesn't track because you're too rich. Hell, yeah. I, I love that. Yeah, he's like, does not have no clue what poor people actually go through. Right. And he was just like... <laughs> Yeah, he's like, oh, the goddamn tire just blew up on me. Yeah, right. oh, that's great. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, it, it's very weird. Um, there's some question of whether he even actually was wounded in this. So there's a local reporter that uh, is was doing a lot of work about, like, this family and their sort of cor- history of corruption and stuff. And they found that the the helicopter that apparently airlifted this guy to the hospital had been dispatched before the sheriff's deputies were called. So it's like oh, a weird, no. like, yeah, uh, that's the, like his, but his buddy's like the chief of the chief of surgery over at some hospital. He's like, Hey, go ahead and send one of those whirly birds out for me. I have a feeling I'm gonna get shot in the head. Right. And like, uh, yeah, there's like some inconsistencies with the police paperwork again. Like it says they did. It says he didn't have a visible injury. Um, anyway, shocker of shockers. Uh, his story falls apart very quickly. And, he then admits um, that he had, and this is where it gets like super Southern where it's like, yeah, like white people in the South, poor, rich, it's all, they all, it's the same culture. Cause he, what happens is he got one of his distant cousins to shoot him in the head. So (laughs) just like mansion or trailer, doesn't matter. Same shit going on. (laughs) I love that cousin. I like to think the cousin was like, a branch of the family not as well to do. And he's like, oh, shit, Alex is calling me. I haven't talked to him in 15 years. He's like, hey, Earl, how you been? And he's like, hey, look, let's cut to the chase. I need you to shoot me in the head. I really think that that's what it is because he, this cousin is like the shady cousin that this guy got up to all his dirt with. Like, Oh, yeah, the, guy, the, the, the dirty work cousin. Because Alex Murdoch is like, he's like part Robert Durst, part Walter White, and then, <laughs> but also like an idiot. Like all of those together because so this cousin, this shady cousin, his name is Curtis Smith and they, um, they have like a a whole separate lawsuit that happens because Alex Murdaugh was giving the cousin like millions of dollars and it was allegedly a money laundering scheme for drugs. So we got to get there, but yeah, Curtis Smith is like, he basically, after the law firm finds out that he's stealing money, uh, according to him, Alex Murdoch admitted he wanted to um, commit suicide but make it look like a murder um, because he wanted his uh, son to be left with money. 
So, which I also like that they point out that this is not how his life insurance worked. Like, there was no <laughs> need to do this. Which is like, dude, you're a lawyer and you don't know that? Like, that's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn, it's almost like you weren't qualified for right. that position and got it for some other weird reason. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, he thought that uh, the life insurance wouldn't pay out if he killed himself. Um, so it had to look like a murder, which was <laughs> absolutely like... not true. Like, just a guy who watched too many movies. Yeah, he's a Bluth level, a Bluth family level of like understanding of the law. <laughs> it's just Which like... again, speaking of the Bluths, guess what this guy's son is named? Who he wanted to leave this money to? That's right, it was Buster. Buster. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> right. There's all these Busters. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> so. Oh, that's that's so wild, man. You know, I saw some houses out there in South Carolina yesterday. There is some money out there. And like, yeah, there's those houses were big enough. And I'd be like, I can imagine the people inside of them were the stupid. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, he stages a, stages a, a suicide. Then he gets caught. He admits that he stages a suicide. And then two days after he gets caught doing that. So he got caught at the law firm. Then he gets caught staging his own death. Then he says, my bad guys. I'm a dr- I'm a huge drug addict. Sorry. Oh, I love the stuff. I can't I can't get enough of the uh, Texas notes, the cocaine. I love that. I I, I don't know. This. I have a feeling that, that that's not true, right? It's unclear. I mean, there's not. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of evidence pre- presented that he. So according to his lawyers, he had been abusing Oxy for years. Um, and then it got worse after his wife and son were murdered. And then it, like, got really out of control. Which, like, d- d- like he'd been stealing from the law firm for longer than that. Like, it's not... Yeah. It seems like a legal defense, but it also... There's not really evidence either way. Um, but there is also the charge that he and his co- his dirty cousin were um <laughs> Dirt, dirty cousin is such a <laughs> I mean, it's it has the word dirty in it so i guess it's reductive or redundant to say it's a dirty term but <laughs> dirty cousin is uh, that's filthy yeah sorry <laughs> but anyway there's there's like uh, i i believe that he was charged with there's he this guy has racked up so many criminal charges for different crimes in the last like 3 months that it's like <laughs> Hard to keep them all straight, but it it seems as if some of this money that he stole from the law firm, he gave to this cousin in order to launder it and also also to buy and sell Oxy. So that is the behavior of someone who is addicted to Oxy, but it also might be because this guy is crooked and thinks he can get away with everything and it's very profitable to sell Oxycontin in South Carolina. So I I, I would imagine, you know, there's something about like – uh, I wouldn't even say rich people, but people who just aren't uh, initiated into certain levels of nefarious activities mm-hmm. where, like, if you have, like, I, I put my own shit out there. When I, in my younger days, I, I have, like, some more established friends who have been, like, approached me with these, like, four times in, like, in my late 20s and early 30s. I had a friend who I hadn't talked to in a while who's doing great call me because they were like, hey, I started growing mushrooms and I want you to sell them. And I'm like, you haven't talked to me in 15 years. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I don't yeah, know. and it's, also like, how many mushrooms are you really growing? Like, just give them yeah, out. Just give them yeah, to your friends. It, Don't be sell a, them to your buddies. Yeah. yeah. That, it, it, but it's like the it same is like, too late like, for you to have this career path. Yeah. And there's people who are just like, like they'll be like, oh, like, 
I like I, I need somebody to help me with the criminal underworld. Ah, oh, my cousin is a real piece of shit. I'll get him. <laughs> and it's like that's not man. People like you know like because you're involved in that world, it, it kind of doesn't mean you're dependable. You know, like I don't know who you think. No, you're I feel with. like it would it would uh, just as likely indicate the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like there's certain points that I think I've had people hit me up through like I barely know you. It's like, brother, I I will steal this shit from you, dog. Like, <laughs> yeah. Don't go to your drug addict friend. Go to your go to your fucking rich lawyer friends. I don't know. Talk to but, get you better call Saul, man. Get Saul yeah, on the case. Man. Also, this guy has red hair and somehow his face is redder than his hair. <laughs> yeah. It's a strange it's, look. Uh, it's not a good look. Um but yeah, so maybe he's a drug addict, maybe not. Um but he and the cousin both get arrested for the uh, staged failed suicide. Um, there, uh, Alex Murdaugh is charged with insurance fraud, conspiracy to commit insurance fraud, and filing a false police report. All of those are felonies. Um, uh, well, let me see. Uh, Curtis Edward Smith is charged with a bunch of stuff. He claims he's innocent. Um yeah, so this happens with the suicide, and then, then in ju- again in July of this year, they're indicted on those drug conspiracy charges I was talking about. Um, and again, this goes back way further than the murders. So Murdaugh wrote Smith, the cousin, 437 checks from 2013 to 2021, worth a total of $2.4 million. And Smith used the proceeds to uh, help Murdoch conceal, quote, a myriad of unlawful activities. So <laughs> he was like the cleaner. He got the, the crooked scumbag cousin to come be the cleaner and uh, help him out. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like how, I like how the Bluths like always go to Job to do the dirty work. Yes. Yeah. Precisely. Yeah. Uh, this, God, this guy is such a strange looking dude. Like, you really, it, you got to stop looking at him because I feel like you're getting yeah. distracted from the story. I, 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 I apologize. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. He's, I, I, the, the one, the mugshot where he has the striped shirt buttoned all the way up to the neck. It's like, it looks like he was trying to escape like by going undercover at an Avril Lavigne concert. <laughs> so, okay. So now we have some more flashbacks. Um, so all of this stuff, like the suicide is weird. Then, like, more time goes by. They, they're investigating him. As, like, around the time he's indicted for the murder, he's also charged with all of this, like, stuff relating to the cousin. Um, and that makes them look back even further into this guy's history. And they're like, what, is, what else have we, like, missed from this yeah. guy? Because clearly this guy has had, like, a long legal career. He's in his 50s. He's from this very celebrated family. He's a guy who's getting up to some shit. So yeah. let's figure out what else he's getting up to. So what they find, the big thing they find, is that in 2018, um, this woman named Gloria Satterfield, who was a nanny and a housekeeper for Alex Murda, which, like, she absolutely saw some shit. No question. Yeah. Um, what a job. Uh, she'd been working there for uh, over 20 years. Um, she uh, fell at their home and died from her injuries so she dies at work um yeah alex murdoch is a lawyer and so he introduces her two adult sons to a lawyer and said you know like we're gonna figure this out where like she died at you know on the job like i want to make sure we take care of you um which would have been very nice to do except uh the lawyer that he introduced the sons to was his friend 
who was doing him a favor by fucking these guys over. So oh, God, dude, you, you like, yeah, don't. Yeah. I mean, if you have somebody, if your family member dies at somebody's house and they're like, and the guy whose house they died at is like, Hey, I'll help you guys get to the bottom of this. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't. We always say on the show, don't, if somebody causes a problem and offers you a solution at yeah, once, yeah, yeah. they're fucking with you. So yeah, this lawyer that he introduces them to, Corey Fleming, is a good friend of his, mega conflict of interest. However, they do reach a settlement um, that uh, Alex Murdaugh is supposed to give them um, $4.3 million. About half of that is going to be legal fees for his friend. So I can imagine <sighs> he probably would have gotten an even greater settlement if it were not his pal. Um, yeah. But don't worry about it because uh, they never told the sons about this settlement and they never got any of the money. So this guy essentially stole $2.8 million, the share for the sons. He basically paid his friend to like help them yeah. cover this up. So Jesus he, Christ, man. Like it, so after, uh, after Murdaugh is arrested for the murder of his wife and son, they uh, get an order to exhume this woman to see if she really died the way that they say because there's some shit with her autopsy that's weird like again these people run this town like yeah you know so anyway yeah they, 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 if they wanted to go in the hole no uh, no autopsy or the autopsy doctored it, it, it seems very well within their the realm of possibility for them to make that happen exactly so they only just found this out after this guy had already been arrested um they uh the the, the lawyer that they worked with Corey fleming uh, he's been disbarred because of this. Um, so, yeah, just, again, stolen millions of dollars from multiple people. Um, and, yeah, they're going to see, like, basically her death was listed as natural causes on the death certificate. Um, but if you fall, that's not natural causes. Like, yeah, the, see, <laughs> yeah, you know, the natural life cycle of a human, you're born, you reproduce, you grow into old age and you fall off you a fall. ladder. Yeah. 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 That's it's in the Bible. It happens all the time. So not only this, there is another death on this property that, uh, they are investigating, which God. this guy, uh, this 19 year old. Uh, his body was found on a road about 10 miles from where the Murdaughs lived, and his car was a few miles away. So basically what they think happened is this guy, like, ran out of gas or something, got out of the car, and then got hit by someone driving by. And another thing One that's One of the, the Murdaugh clan, they'd exactly, imagine. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Fucking joyriding in their, uh, you know, their Mercedes Benzes that don't get flat tires. Oh, yeah, <laughs> dude, give me... Man, give me like one tenth of this dude's estimated wealth. I won't kill anybody. I promise. Like, I, 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 I would just be having too much of a good life. That's just, an, it's just insane. It's like a level of callousness that I think only comes when you're born into that kind of money. Where you're like, I'll drive my Mercedes down this back road. I don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Because you just know you're not going out thinking you're going to hit anybody, but you leave the house knowing anything that happens to you will get taken care of. And, you know, if you've been raised by people who were also raised with that level of privilege and comfort and security, they're not explaining to you the the, the reality that, hey, housekeepers can fall and die or whatever. Like, it's just such a weird... Right. It, it's like, I, it's like, I don't want to say it's that it's that um, that uh, affluenza but it's like that that's it produces like a, a, a near sociopath level of person. 
Well, there is like there is evidence. Um, at, you know, I've only read like pop science stuff about this, but like there is evidence that extreme wealth impairs your brain function. Like, it, oh yeah, it really oh, yeah. does. Like, it gives you brain damage to be extremely wealthy. <laughs> like, and it's not <laughs> it's not having money. It's yeah, it's the the way that the world treats you when you have money makes you stupid. Is what it is. Yeah. And. I think these people, even more than money, just had, like, an immense amount of power. And But anyway, like, there's a couple more things I want to say. First of all, this guy, Stephen Smith, who died on this road, was a classmate of Buster Murdaugh, which is also, like, very strange that this, yeah. you know, they knew each other. Which, again, small town, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean anything. It seems like it was probably a hit and run. But there were there were rumors about this for a long time before like all this shit hit the fan that this Mm -hmm. this was like a hit and run um by somebody in the murdoch family and that that was covered up and you know the police didn't do anything um they say they're looking into it again in light of all this new evidence but all this stuff was like out there for them you know what i mean like it took yeah it took other rich people dying for them to like really look into all this stuff like (laughs) oh you fucked over a maid's kids Oh, you yeah, like yeah. you maybe allowed a, a maid to die at work. Oh, you you killed this kid on on your road or whatever. Um, so another thing that's been really interesting about this case, and this is kind of the last little piece of this, is um, so uh, Murda is in jail, and for a while there were um, tapes of his phone calls that kept being released um, because they weren't you know they weren't like privileged. It wasn't attorney client yeah. privilege. It was like him calling his family and stuff, and. Um, I just, uh, again, I feel like this is just really drives home what kind of people these people are. You know, this guy's stealing millions of dollars from his coworkers, from people, you know, who he has wronged, like the kids of this woman, um, and is still acting like he's king shit. So basically, his one surviving son, Buster, the one he didn't (laughs) shoot. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, I wonder if he's lords that over him. You know, like I, I, I didn't kill you, okay? <laughs> All right, I need a little respect. <laughs> I, I'm very curious to see why, like, what the motive is presented. And yeah, anyway, uh, so Buster has been kicked out of law school for plagiarism. So the apple does not far fall from far yeah, fall far from the tree in this family. It's not almost the like best none of lawyers. them have any Yeah, yeah, it's almost like none of them have any talent for this profession. They're just gifted on their 18th birthday every generation. And like, look, I'm sure a guy who's becoming the chief prosecutor in 1920s South Carolina is not like not someone that I personally would agree with on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um but that guy's got to be fucking rolling in his grave that these are his descendants. Yeah, yeah. Like, the one guy who really <laughs> made sure. something of himself. Uh, Jesus Christ. But anyway, so yeah, Buster <laughs> Buster has been kicked out of law school for plagiarism. And uh, Murdoch's calls from prison reveal that uh, he is paying a well-connected uh, lawyer to try to get Buster to get readmitted. And uh, he's telling Buster, you know... You got to go talk to the dean. You got to go see what you can do to like get back in. So basically, he's still trying to pull sprint, pull strings to get his kid fucking back into law school. Still, God damn. you know, like <laughs> instead of being like, hey, man, don't fucking plagiarize. That's bad. Yeah. He's saying, yeah. who can we pay to get you back into school? 
And what stresses do you have to even force you to plagiarize? It's not like you're like, you know, like you had to work your way through college, so well, it's hard to study. In his defense, his mom and so- his mom and brother died. <laughs> so Oh uh, yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah, solid point. I'll give him that. I'll okay. Him that. All right. But I think All probably right, it has more to do with the fact that he's from a family that um doesn't understand uh, cause and effect or you know yeah. hard work paying off in any kind of virtuous way so. <laughs> it's like it's like to them the tragedy would be what if our son didn't get this degree and get this job that's yeah. the tragedy the tragedy isn't like what if my son didn't earn it or whatever or what if my son just isn't worthy of this it's it's like hey we gotta we gotta do everything in our power to make sure he gets this too right there's it, no i'm sure there's like no um there there's no consideration for the fact that like it's very bad to plagiarize in law school and you have to suffer the consequences to learn that it's bad to plagiarize. Like that does not yeah. even enter into the minds of these people. Yep. 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 That's man. That's insane. So anyway, that's... this is all still ongoing. He was just charged a few months ago. Um, yeah. Pretty wild. Again, just somebody who like was up to shit for his whole life and then had to face all of the terrible consequences of it at once. So yeah. Good riddance. <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> yeah, fuck him, dude. I I I've seen like um, uh, name names. I was I went on a comedy tour one time, but early on in my in my little comedy adventure, uh, with a guy and uh, his family helped us out quite a bit because they were very wealthy and they all lived in major American cities on the East Coast and they let us stay with them and you know and they helped us out a lot of the tour. We met his ninety three year old grandfather who came here from Syria and was a uh, and was starving and had to go to the doctor and saw the doctor had food in his fridge and said, I'm going to be a doctor. And then his three sons, uh, one of them is, is a head of cardiology at a huge hospital in Texas and the rest, you know, they're all very successful people. And then the third generation, that guy is an accused rapist who gets an HBO show now, you know? So like, I, I, it's, it's a, it's unfortunate to watch that happen in the real world, but it's so common. Like, yeah. and, And you, yeah, you just see like these like as you said that 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 patriarch is rolling over in his grave because like he's just like man I I would imagine yeah to get the prosecutor's job in 1920 I'm sure he had the chops like he was good at his job he established his dynasty he was, he was racist enough you know yeah really- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he 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 could he could spot the shade of a paper bag without even looking at a paper bag you know <laughs> exactly. he just, he just knew what shade a paper bag was right. you know yeah. and uh, yeah here's his, his sons who just did did nothing to earn what they inherited and just consistently fumble it. It was funny is it took several generations to fumble it because that's how wealth works. It's like you, you got to try hard to fuck wealth up. Especially. Yeah. If you have that kind of like right place, right time of making your money in the twenties in the South or something where it's like, you can, yeah. you can really get your hooks in because there's not like a lot of competition for that in that like region or yep. whatever. And, uh, yeah, you have to fall pretty dramatically to really fuck it up. And this guy really did. Like, if uh, like how much of this would have come out if he had not, like, killed his wife and son? Like, maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe none of it, you know? Like, because he was, people were suspicious about him. And then they start looking into things. And then they realize, oh, there's he's stealing from the law firm. He's, you know, he, he has yeah. this weird thing with a maid. Like, yeah it just it has to be a very dramatic fuck up meanwhile a you know a poor person can like fill out a form wrong and it like ruins their life you know yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's like he, he probably he was probably never like 
aware of the stakes of the game he was playing. You right. know, it, it's like, yeah, yeah it, 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 it's like he wasn't aware of it because he was never, he never understood the value of what he had. It was like where, with somebody who earned that position or earned that money was, is going to be like walking on eggshells or at the, probably honestly working themselves to death and not actually enjoying it to make sure they never lose it, you know? Right. And, and I, I also think it's like if, if he had really been a competent, you know, lawyer and had earned this of his own volition, he probably would have been proud enough of what he had that he wouldn't have been so like bottomlessly greedy about yeah. you know stealing additional uh, money and stuff. Yeah. But who and knows? Prob- like he might have just been really mad at the way he looks. I hate to get back it's into it. He is very unattractive, very unappealing. He's Real, such a strange person. I, I, yeah. I like that you, you were like they're like our British people. <laughs> yeah, 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 they got like the hacks, the Habsburg jaw, but it's all over their face. Yeah, it's it's rough. Um, so yeah, not worth it. Don't do this. Um, yeah, don't. Yeah, if you're no, born not worth into wealth, uh, just like b- buy bar tabs. Like just yeah, yeah. You can't go wrong. You know, just <laughs> if, you, tip if you're well. born to wealth, find me, hang yeah, out with me, hang out and with I, us. I, I will make you appreciate it. Join our like, Patreon. Sh- yeah, yeah, I will show you how to have fun with it, and then if you get me enough drinks, I will tell you stories from people's lives that I know in my own that will make you very appreciative of what you have. <laughs> and so, yeah, if you're out there and you're generationally wealthy, seek my friendship. God bless you. <laughs> Please don't act like a psycho. We yeah. all would appreciate it. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I, 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 uh, I'm waiting to see how this plays out. And ideally, I want, like, and I, I, we probably won't get it. I would like to see this dude, like, in a televised trial just squirming under the light, you know? Man, they put his face on TV. Going to be a ratings plunge, though. That's the problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. Motherfuckers be checking the contrast on their TV. Like, <laughs> he, he has, like, the complexion of a white Sinbad. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely not worth it. Uh, don't do any of this shit. Do not. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to following this case and seeing where it goes. Thank you for telling me about it, Kath. Yeah, everybody keep an eye on it. Thank you uh, Thank you so much for listening. Pat, what uh, what plugs you got? For uh, let's see. So I'm on tour right now. Uh, I'm going to be in the next week. I'm going to be in Alabama, uh, South Carolina. Again, I am going back to South Carolina. Okay. So keep yeah. an eye out for these. For I'm gonna be in streets. Alabama, South Carolina. I'll be in, I'll be in Mobile, Opelika, uh, Charleston, Jacksonville, and Boca Raton. Uh, unless a hurricane wipes all those states off the map, in which case, <laughs> I will also die because I'll be in a Greyhound driving straight towards the eye of the storm. So, uh, what about you, Kath? What do you got coming up? Um, I have another podcast called What a Time to Be Alive. It's a weekly podcast where we talk about dumb news stories. Um, that has a Patreon as well. I'm Kath Barbadoro on social media, and I post my dates there. I don't think I have any at the moment, but I live in the New York. I live in New York, and I perform around the New York area. So, give me a follow if you live around me. And uh, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Hell yeah, guys! Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Uh, check us out. You know, we have our Patreon.com/slash Lie Cheat and Steal. You can get some more episodes for a low price of five dollars a month. Come find us. Uh, enjoy yourselves out there. Be safe. Be smart. But above all, don't get caught. Don't get caught. See you next time. Brother.